on this episode of the AIE Podcast. We have all your Guild Podcast news, and I mean all. <laughs> all SOTOR does is win, win, win. Oh, is singing the fire song. And before the shadow is getting longer, or at least getting pushed back a tad bit. Tad bit to a day that everything else is happening. Mm-hmm. Anyways, and we have lovely Lucy here to talk to us about AIE and WoW Classic. All that and more coming up right now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. All right. Welcome to episode 396 of the podcast celebrating you, the Aaliyah Ioctaest gaming community. The Die has been podcast. This is Tetsemi. And to my left and upstairs is Makala. Guys, uh, there's some still some leftover treats from Halloween tea in the Guild Kitchen. Please, please eat those. I don't want them to go to waste. Or your hips. I'm a, oh, God, no, my hips. Nope. <laughs> and we are in the Missing Mew Cow formation this evening, but we are joined by special guest Lucy, who is here to talk to us about AIE in WoW Classic. Welcome, Lucy. Ah, thanks. <laughs> All right, we are going to go around the room and find out what everyone has been up to this fortnight since last we broadcast. Uh, Lucy, what have you been up to in or out of game or and game? <laughs> I just got back from California. Uh, oh. I went on a real life vacation to visit with my sister to visit my nephew and his family um, outside of Sacramento. He's in the Air Force. So we were oh, at, outside of Beale Air Force Base and we had an absolutely great time. The weather was perfect. We were there for seven days and we had a lot of fun. But the only thing I can say about that part of Ca- California is they have no souvenirs. <laughs> ah, rude. How rude. Exactly. I wanted a California sweatshirt and they didn't have anything. No t-shirts, no sweatshirts. I could have gotten a brewery sweatshirt, but I didn't find one that I really liked. Yeah. yeah. They do have good breweries up there though. They, they do. And we hit a couple of wineries and we did a couple of wine tours and stuff like that, but we had a lot of fun. So that's what matters. Um, Got home last Tuesday. And since then it's been Star Wars and, Galactic Seasons 3 and Wild Classic, Wrath of the Lich King. It's been a great couple of days. And busy. Yeah. How, with Sacramento being the capital of California, is there not souvenirs? <laughs> Sorry, I'm it's still stuck touristy, on this. It's not touristy, though. It's, it's not, not touristy. touristy. It doesn't and, matter. You, you go know, to the Phoenix, you go to the state capital down in Phoenix, there's a souvenir shop. Yep. That's what I can say. I didn't find anything. Okay, fair. All right. All right. Well, McCullough, what have you been up to? Well, <laughs> you want to hear how? Okay. All right. So, first of all, Call of Cthulhu, right? Um, we're doing a published module um, campaign because Call of Cthulhu tends to have very long cam- um, campaigns. Um, usually they. They go multiple locations, multiple places. That's really cool. Um, doing a really new one where characters were students of Miskatonic. Um, the name of the campaign is A Time to Harvest. So if you don't want any spoilers and you're doing that campaign, skip ahead for a few minutes. All right. So we're at the end of the first story. We've been in this weird town where some other students have disappeared. Uh, one student died the year prior. And we're kind of investigating what's going on. The town is real weird. Um, and the only student to come back from the prior um, excavation excavation is um, leading this one. And he's been acting real strange. Strange. Um, and it's kind of you don't know who you can trust and who you can't. Well, it's the last night of the excavation we're doing there. We're at basically a, a site where there was a massacre. And we think it had been like, you know, the tribe that was in the area had been massacred. And their art on the wall shows that it was by these weird 
bird type creature type things, right? Bizarre. So we're spending the night at the camp. Everything's going okay. And all the NPCs have been drinking. All of them. Because the head of the um, dig left us with a bunch of whiskey. In 1930, where there's prohibition, right? <laughs> a odd. So I'm like, a little odd. Like, something's weird going on here. So, like, none of the PCs drink. None of them. So, middle of the night, our handyman who came with us, who's kind of our chaperone, he's staying up. Um, we've been having all these weird things happen. I wake up in the middle of the night to the sound of wings. I run out, and we see these bizarre, shadowy wing creatures descend upon the camp and start carrying people off. So basically, all the PCs get a chance to fight or hide or whatever. So we do. These things fly off with every other member, all the, all the NPCs. Uh, by the way, the one that was supposed to be leading the expedition, he was back at the cabin that we're staying at. He wasn't even at the camp. So, kind of freaked out. We go to get in the truck to get back to the cabin it's been tampered with. So we end up walking down this, you know, trying to walk back to town. The deputy picks us up. We go to give our report to the sheriff. And here's the thing. You don't know who you can trust. This whole thing. We give our report to the sheriff. The sheriff proceeds to lock us up <laughs> because he says we've been drinking. Like, no, we've not been drinking. <laughs> One of the characters escaped. Um, so she starts walking back to the cabin we're all at. Oh, she, her plan was to go back to the cabin. The deputy, she finds the deputy after he gets done with us, and, you know, because he seemed really nice and apologetic. She's like, can you take me back to the cabin? Sure. And then he drives past the cabin. It's like, where are we going? I need you to go with me to this campsite. I want to see what's going on. You can explain it to me. Deputy gets there. <laughs> And sure enough, the leader of this of this dig is there as well. And, um, and of course, it's Talia's character. <laughs> Realizes she is in awful danger. And starts to run. She has good speed. She has decent dodge. She was actually built to be a stealthy character. There's no dodging out of an extreme shot to your back. No. So, yeah, so we lost a PC, um, and, and she was like, I was stupid. I should not have done that. I should not have done, like, <laughs> that was on me. I'm like, you shouldn't have done that, but that's okay. You know, sometimes that's what happens in game. That's what happened. So then, the next morning, um, the professor who's from Mexico comes down. He's like, I can't believe you guys are drinking. I can't believe that you, you know, we can't come back here. We can't figure out what all these things are. Like, no, you don't understand. Everyone was is gone. Everyone is dead. We don't know what's happened to them. And, you know, Robert Blaine, the head of the expedition, is at, at fault. And it's like, what are you talking about? And then everybody who had been carried off comes in. Hmm. But they're all acting, but they're all acting different. Like, people don't have their accents. People are acting strange. So, yeah, they've now been taken over by these strange creatures, as was the leader of the expedition. So, good times in Call of Cthulhu. <laughs> um, and all I gotta say about our Star Wars campaign, um, all I gotta say about this, um, so we were sent to a planet where there had been a, um, they've been doing um, some medical research, the New Republic had been, um, and thank you, yes, the Star Wars background is left over from game yesterday. <laughs> um, and the reason we went there, I was keen to go there, was because my character's mother was serving the Republic, even though she's an Imperial, but you know, she had been captured. Um, and that was the last lo known location of her, of her, so I wanted to go. We actually happened to find um, some survivors of, they've been there for like three or four years. We were supposed to go there to get the whatever data was at the medical facility. We have survivors. And then one of our people decides that, you know, they don't need this data. It's dangerous. Whatever it is, it's dangerous. And deletes it all. Oh, no. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, it was actually the right thing to do. <laughs> also, the scientists have been messing with Rackle's disease. They have Rackle's mm-hmm. that they have genetically modified to make them subservient. They're controlled. By, yeah, they're not. They're controlled by a, bra- a bio-linked bracelet that the head scientist wears. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we rescued them and their pet rat ghouls because um, <laughs> we need some data and they actually have data as well as multiple vials of the disease. Yeah. Sounds like Dr. Loken from uh, SOTOR. Oh, it's absolutely what it is. Yeah. Um, we also find out, um, yes, my mother was there. Um, yes, she had been working on, she was continuing her her um, project that she's been working on for 20 plus years. And then we also found out that she was a student of Dr. Nala Say, who, of course, is the um, Kaminoan from Clone Wars and Bad Batch. So, yeah, good times. Good times. Um, and somehow I did not take any loss of my morality for bringing the Rat Cool disease back Ooh. with us. Yeah, you know, there was a good chance. It was like, okay, yeah, we're going to roll, see if anyone's uh, force rating changes. It was me. I rolled the 98 and then I got 10. Um, so I actually gained two point or four points of light side. Nice. Because I did the right yeah. thing. There I did do know. the right thing. He expected it to punish me. I could have lost 16 points. <laughs> Instead, I gained four. It was amazing. Nice. Very nice. <laughs> oh, that's that's awesome. what I've been doing with dice. All right. Well, what I have you been doing, love? I have been doing wow, uh, wow chores, really? Game chores, honestly. Uh, let's see. ESO, I have been doing my, my daily crafting. We just had a patch uh, this past Tuesday, Thursday time frame. Uh, so I need to go over to Glenumbra and take a look and see what's going on there. Uh, from what I remember, Glenumbra seems to involve a lot of werewolves. So I'm sure there's a continuing werewolf saga or something going on over there that I need to, uh, I I need to figure out what's going on and explore that. But that's a lot of fun. Um, Final fantasy 14 down to three tribe quests, uh, three tribes to finish their quests on Um, a couple of them should finish in the next week or so. And then I'll be down to one that I can spend because basically you have, um, 12 slots to spend on quests for the tribes per day. And right now I'm splitting it three, three and six. And then as I complete a tribe, a tribal line, I can then move those three over to the other one. So I should, should be able to finish that up this week. Um, and been working on my island, having fun, having fun with that, and working on some older weapon quest lines. So having having a lot of fun uh, with that. And in Sotor, we'll talk about what we did last week in the news. Um, mm-hmm. But I've been getting my characters. Through Galactic Season 3, I'm keeping up with the reputation grind so you can actually get the achievement because you have to earn the top-level reputation while the event is active to actually get the achievement in-game, which was clearly stated last time, but no one paid attention to (laughs) it until it was too late. So, um, yeah, so we're doing that, and that's a fun storyline. You're dealing with a... Uh, robot companion PH4 LNX or Faye, as we like to call her. And she is uh, investigating all sorts of uh, cheating at gambling in casinos. Oh. So you get to go to, to Narshada and various other planets and uh, Mekshaw and find out what's going on and who has the code. So she has her own little storyline as you advance reputation with her. Um, fun. Yeah. So that's a lot of fun. And then in WoW, since the pre-patch launched, uh, not the pre-patch event, we'll talk about that coming up, but just <laughs> right. the, the reset of the talent trees and all that, I basically logged in all my characters, cleared off all their hotbars, 
reset all their talent trees and then picked a couple characters that I'm going to run through the event mm-hmm. um, coming up in a week and put their So on November abilities, 15th? Yep. <laughs> where everything else is going on, put my abilities back on the hot bar and have those characters ready, you know, been updating add-ons and that sort of thing. So yeah, re- <laughs> UI rebuilding. Yes, because now I basically was able to delete six, seven, eight add-ons that I was using because the WoW UI now allows you to customize everything. So I could get rid of my hotbar add-on that I didn't need anymore. I could get rid of a mini-map add-on I didn't need anymore. So yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of UI rebuilding and resetting up, but everything's good to go and ready for not this Tuesday, but next Tuesday. So Awesome. Yep. But speaking of WoW, we will be digging into WoW Classic shortly. But first, we have to cover November 15th. I mean, this week's news. The news. AIE News. All right. We have your mandatory fun night schedule where the fun is mandatory, but attendance is not. There are a few changes. Um, with STO, so make sure you are aware of that time change. Um, well, that time slot change. The time change happened here in the continental U.S. as well. That's a whole different story, except here and parts of Indiana. Um, anyway, in Hawaii, I think. Anyway, uh, Sunday, WoW Classic, 2 p.m. Eastern. Monday, Guild Wars 2, 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Tuesday, SOTOR, 9 p.m. Eastern, um, 8 p.m. max. Uh, Wednesday, there's a free night, folks. Uh, I, please, someone, please, just take put something in there. <laughs> uh, Thursday, uh, Final Fantasy um, 14 Sprout Raid at 10 p.m. Eastern. Thursday, um, STO, as promised. I thought it was 10 p.m. Eastern. I don't know. That's your cursor in the notes. Oh, well, yes. Okay. It's 10 p.m. Eastern. It was 11 p.m. Eastern, and it's been moved up. There we go. Um, ESO, 9 p.m. Eastern. Final Fantasy 14. Mount farming, various times, usually starts around 8 p.m. Eastern or later. Saturday, Lotro, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Saturday, Final Fantasy 14. Map Nights, 9.30 p.m. Eastern. And Saturday, New Braid um, for, in WoW at 11 p.m. Eastern. And we do have some news on the scheduling there in just a moment. Yeah. In streaming at Guild Cop Podcast News, First look at Last Breath, Behind the Games podcast with Aniko of Moontastic, no, Moonatic Studios. Sorry about that. I put word letters in there that don't belong. <laughs> Fresh Words off of, hard. They are. Fresh off a of world tour showcasing an early view of Moonatic Studios' new game called One Last Breath. We catch up with Aniko Zubiabre. I apologize for mangling that. We talk about the style, art, and themes of this atmospheric adventure puzzle game with deep themes and meaning. We also hear about Munatic Studios' origins and the game dev scene in Spain. It's a very oh. interesting read, and the game sounds amazing. It is, um, it is available early access demo on Steam. So if you want to take a look at it, listen to the podcast, go take a look at the game. It's It's definitely worth it. And... In SOTOR Escape Podcast 445, 2022 Feast Updates. The Feast of Prosperity is back for 2022 with a couple of updates. And Fleet Action Report Episode 121, Happy Halloween. It's costumes and candy in this episode of Fleet Action Report. Join them for Halloween extravaganza as they highlight how much can be done with Alien Creator. Will you see ghouls, ghosts, or perhaps something truly scary? All right, in the Gaming Persona podcast, the fog has been lifted on Silent Hill uh, 2 PS5 Remake. Um, Silent Two Silent Hill 2 Remake has been announced for the PS5. The Gaming Persona takes time to review the announcement and cover the historical significance of the game uh, to fans of gaming and the survival horror genre. Um, gaming Library, Silent Hill 2, Genshin Impact, Final Fantasy... Uh, Brave Evictus, uh, WWE 2K22, uh, 2- 2K22, there we go. Final Fantasy 14? Yep. 14, yes, online. Uh, PT, Resident Evil, Flappy Bird, Phasmatope, Phasmatope, 
Phasmophobia, Resident Evil Village, Emily, Pokemon, The Quarry, Star Wars, The Old Republic, and Fallout 3. That's a lot of games they've been playing. Yep. Awesome. And in Working Class Nerds, episode 174, Ruthless Night Sister. Yeah, they are. Uh, Marcus is back, and they have a ruthless guest this week. She's not only a Twitch streamer, Star Wars nerd like us, but she's also an epic cosplayer. Oh, I look at that. If you thought Marcus's costumes were cool, wait until you see Ruthless Night Slayer. You can find more of Ruthie at uh, Twitch TV's um, Ruth. Ruthless. Less as Ruthless, right, exactly. Ruth as in the name, Less Night Sister. Yep. Um, Warcrow Adventures, Fort, Cat and Dog Expansion, Endless Winter is uh, what they talked about on Boards and Swords 205. Of course, you can find them at boardsandswords.com blog. Uh, Philip was on his way back from the House of Mouse, so Sean steps in to the co-host chair. They've got uh, stolen board game ideas, lots of miniature Kickstarters coming, uh, putting cats and dogs in your forts. Plus, Chris has been painting up some deadly Imperial Knights for Warhammer. Too bad he hasn't won a game yet. Okay, I understand very well that painting Warhammer miniatures and playing Warhammer are two very separate things. It's kind of like buying books and reading books. Or rolling up characters and actually playing them in a game. Okay, you know what? The curse is real. (laughs) The curse is real? The curse is real. All right. In Nomad's News, New World, new expanded zone and content is now available and has regenerated some interest in New World in general. Servers are busy and have lots of new things to explore. The Fresh Start servers are available, and a couple of people are checking them out, but most are sticking with the Valhalla server. For those cases where someone hasn't logged in for nine-plus months and might have been moved off Valhalla, server transfers back to Valhalla may open again soon. Excellent. All right, and in WoW news, um, just a heads up, there's lots of links in the show notes, so you will want to follow along there if you're interested in what we're saying and you want to go and you need additional assistance. Um, an announcement from Kenny, the last new raid of the year uh, due to holiday and the expansion will be November 19th. Noob raid will resume on January 7th, 2023. Then Kenny is looking forward to floor tanking a new raid for all of you in the new year. Uh, the WoW anniversary started today, together with Winds of Wisdom buff, which is plus 50%, and Dark Moon Fair plus 10%, and this anniversary buff plus 18%. It's the best time to level any characters. Um, also, some nice chances of winning ge- um, gear, a.k.a. Transmog. Uh, Dragonflight, Dragonflight pre-pant event will be lo- launching on November 15th. <laughs> so get those characters ready to level and collect gear and items from the event. Uh, wow, Twitch drops for Dragonflight. As we get closer to the launch of Dragonflight, we want to keep the spirit of Epic Adventure going with Twitch drops, along with a new way for you to support your favorite streamers. There are many opportunities to earn unique rewards, and all roads lead to Dragon Isle. Here's what you can expect. Eligibility. To participate, you must link your Twitch account by visiting um, account.battlenet.connections. Um, after you've claimed your reward on Twitch, please make sure you're logged into the Battle.net region you'd like to receive the drops on, as the first region you log into is where your items will be delivered. It can take up to 24 hours to receive your reward in-game after claiming. There's a link um, for all this information in the show notes. Um, and just go to worldofwarcraft.com under the news section, you'll find it. Um, and if you want a vis- uh, visual for the WoW Dragon Flight Twitch drops, they're in the show notes as well. Yep. We have a Twitter link. Someone put together a nice visual timeline of when the drops can be available and that sort of thing. Worldwide time zones, the whole thing. So it's really Excellent. good. Yep. And uh, as far as for the streamers, all you have to do is enable Twitch drops and stream World of Warcraft. So anyone that is down in our AIE content creators channel that is streaming WoW and has drops turned on, you can watch and be eligible for drop for getting drops. So if you are an AIE streamer and you will be streaming WoW during the time the drops are going to be active, let us know in hey. the in the AIE content creators so we can follow you and get drops. All right. 
And in SOTOR news, last week we won another Total Galactic War. All we do is win, win, win. All right. This time they conquered the planet of Onderon with several of our arms tied behind our backs. It was smooth sailing. Perhaps the galaxy was preparing us for the real fight the next time TCG comes, Total Galactic War comes around. They had a conqueror's party during mandatory fun night and prizes were had by all. We are anxiously awaiting the release of 7.2, which BioWare will be talking about more on a live stream this coming Wednesday at 2.30 p.m. Eastern. Also a reminder, Feast of Prosperity is going on, and people are playing in the event for fun and rewards. Quick question for you, as it was asked in the chat room. If someone wanted the links to all those, where would they find our show notes? Uh, The show notes are included when we send out the podcast on the podcast feed. I put all the show notes into the into the podcast announcement and they're also on the aie-guild.org slash podcast there's a link for every episode and i put the entire list of show notes right there thank you for your service tatsumi yeah <laughs> like we've read this stuff we want to make sure you can read it later yep all right and an eso note news uh cool things the guild has been doing after the pumpkin hunt prizes were passed out they decided to go back as a group and see if they could find all of them uh, several of the ESO crew died to uh, BC's uh, pet slaughterfish. Call it a slaughterfish. Of course you will. But they managed to find all 21. They've been working on killing bosses for the weekly endeavors and plotting their next group event. Uh, speaking of group events, things planning, planned for or coming up for the guild. Rumor has it there's a fishing tournament in the works. Sparrow around? Uh, keep your <laughs> eyes peeled for more details on that. Uh, they'll be exploring the new zone, Galen, for their next Mandatory Fun Night on November 12th. Uh, Kenny will not be leading Mandatory Fun Night on November 25th due to the U.S. Thanksgiving holiday. Feel free to group up and fall off cliffs without her. Also, feel free to push her off a cliff. Oh, I shouldn't say that? No. no? I should not say that about one of my best friends. Nope. Dang it. All right. I wonder if she doesn't go on road trips with me. Um, all right. And in game updates, um, update 36 and the fire song DLC is now live on PC and it'll be out on consoles on November 15th. November 15th. (laughs) All right. And in final fantasy 14 from Elaine of Shalat, also known as Shaza, Shaza Moraka. <clears throat> on November 20th at 4 p.m. Eastern, the Final Fantasy Retro Treasure Map Group will be back to running Heaven's Ward Treasure Maps. Because these are level 60 content, they are accessible to free trial players as well. Did you know there was a free trial? Anyway. Um, oh, no, we're not doing the meme. No. Anyone who is level 60 and has access to all the Heaven Ward and has access to all Heaven Ward zones is welcome to join. They can be contacted either in Discord or in-game if anyone has any questions. Clean out your bags and join in as we gleefully gain glamour and gill. If RNG is in our favor, maybe they'll reach the last room in the Aquapolis. It's a hard word to say. That is really difficult. In the Water Palace. Yep. In the Water Palace. All right. In an STO news, um, Fed Fleet is still progressing through the colony with some provision... Uh, projects being added here and there. KDF fleet is closing in on completion of the Dilithium mine while the star base is nearing tier two. Fun nights are still on Thursday, but they've been moved up an hour to 10 Eastern to help with people's schedules. Fleet action report has also shifted time due to schedule changes in real life and is now recording on Mondays at 9 PM Eastern. This Monday, they'll be delving into more of the TFOs, uh, dungeons for you non-STO MMOers in-game. In Guild Wars 2, just to recap, Shadow of the Mad King, the Halloween October 18th through November 8th event is now running. The drops are some excellent exotic stat settable gear and as always, AIE Xyphos is there to help if you want to see why Guild Wars 2 has thrived for a decade. Mandatory Fun Night is Mondays at 9pm Eastern. Dungeons and More Night is the second Friday of each month. And still looking for materials for the Guild Hall? Please see Jedi for details. In Lord of the Rings Online, before the shadow has been pushed back a week, the new release date is... <laughs> you'll never guess. November 15th. <laughs> Once the expansion launches, come hang out in voice and in-game where we chat about our experience with the great new zones. All right. And with all that news in November 15th, let's get back to Lucy <laughs> and find out what's going on in WoW Classic. Hey, Lucy, what's going on in WoW Classic? 
everything. Yay! Hello, everyone. Wow. Wow Classic has been going great. Um, it's been a fantastic experience to do everything we did before, um, but doing it again, and we're having a blast. We have a raid team, Akella's Wrath. We run two nights a week, Saturday nights and Sunday nights, so we're running for, raiding for approximately five hours. It's a 10-man, and we have cleared all of the current contacts. We've cleared Nax, Obsidian Sanctum, and uh, Malagos and Eye of Eternity. Tonight, we're going to start um, progression in, in Obsidian Sanctum with Serathion with um, Drakes Alive. So we're going to attempt nice. one or two Drakes. So we're working up to three Drakes up so we can get the mounts. Um, but it's been a, a whole lot of fun. And we all want mounts because, come on, it's mounts. Exactly. Beyond raiding, we usually run at least a few heroics almost every day. Um, Usually the daily, sometimes if somebody wants to run something else, we'll run it. There are normally at night people online. We are cruising along anywhere between 8, 10, 12, 15. Um, the, past couple of, the past couple of events, we've been working all working together as a team on the holiday meta achievements so that we can get 310 flight yep. by this time next year. Uh, we're working on it, and we've been working as a team. Everyone went through, everyone who wanted the hallowed title, we swapped off and zapped people with wands and did the Headless Horseman. I still think that the mount is a myth, but <laughs> I never saw it. It's a myth. Um, we did it daily, turning each other into various whatever the things are. Lepernomes, right. let's be lepernomes. We um, are continuing to run the the dungeons we're continuing to level alts and in general having a lot of fun the, the expansion i think has lived up to everyone's expectations so far as so many of us played the original wrath of the lich king yeah um it's been it's been a phenomenal experience we've got a great team this is so much fun because we're all around and we are all together and we talk and we do things and so much better than TBC. <laughs> well, and I, I think part of it with, I mean, with, with any MMO, but especially ones like this is you have to have that tight knit community group, active online doing stuff. Otherwise you're just playing a large single player game. And yeah, it's, it's with tough. the, with, yeah, with the TBC, um, game most of not most of the time there were two or three nights a week where there were five of us so we could at least do dungeons right but you know at least do dungeons because there is no looking for group nope and there is no looking for group in uh wrath of the lich king either they took that out they were going yes they did took it out and said nope yep so it's been when you're looking it's been a little tough um but we're doing much better and it's been a whole whole lot of fun we've been really really we've got a good group i really think that we're we're ready i i and um we are looking forward to everybody's getting gear and everybody's having fun we have what we're calling a pregnant 10 <laughs> there are approximately 12 to 14 of us who are on that 10 man roster so we do swap in and out um various people come various people go it just depends that way when I'm in California on vacation, mm -hmm. somebody's available to run with us, that yep. kind of stuff. So it's been a lot of fun. We have been swapping everybody in and out. Um, we've just had a blast, I think. I think it's been well worth it. Question is, will they go on to Cataclysm? Right, right. Yeah, that's, that's, the, last question. Yeah, that's the big question because, I mean, realistically, you can experience Cataclysm in the live game Right now, I think part of the draw for Classic was you could never go back to the way it was. The world changed, you know, mm -hmm. with, with Cataclysm. Yeah. And so if you do Cataclysm Classic, do you leave Wrath servers up or... Do yeah, you, how do you pull that off? You know, how do you pull... Because some people just like the world pre-Cataclysm the way it was... 
you know, and then also what features do you bring forward? So it's, it's going to be an interesting timeline slash discussion of, of what they're, what they're going to do. Um, one thing for anyone that, and, and we should have mentioned it in the, in the wow notes because it covers both classic is, uh, Blizzard did announce a 12 month sub with, which is basically the price is the same. Uh, you don't get a discount greater than what you would get for two six month subs. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. There's no 12 month sub discount, but what you do get is three additional mounts plus a pet. There's there's oh, a whole okay. list of stuff you get for for subbing for twelve months. So that makes sense. Um, yeah. No, and as um, Relaurel says in the chat, they already changed the game system wise from from what it was, right, but not right. lore wise, not you know quest wise. So, uh, you know, a lot of people are like, can we just take like Wrath of the Lich King instead of going to Cataclysm? do Wrath of the Lich King Classic Plus and just do another story, but set in, you know, like the timeline between Wrath of the Lich King and, and Cataclysm. Um, you know, they, they yeah, they, there's a lot of possibilities they could do, but I, I doubt they're going to generate new content for, for Classic, but it would be interesting. Um, so it's, it's kind of funny because our raid leader and assistant raid leader, they started their raiding time in late Wrath of the Lich King. Yeah, and yeah. they absolutely loved raiding in, in absolutely loved raiding in Cataclysm. They loved the raiding experience in Cataclysm. So they want. That was my, that was my first raiding as well. Yes. So I get that. Yeah. Yeah. The raids were good. The dungeons were miserable, but the the raids were good in in Cataclysm. Exactly. The dungeons were miserable. Yeah. Right. Well, right. I mean, when you're used to doing, you know, being able to run, um, oh god, what was the the dungeon? I think in in um, the troll dungeon, you you could basically run that troll dungeon, and everyone knew the shortcuts, and so it was almost right. Yeah. You would just run speed run that dungeon kind of like you do in SOTOR flashpoints now to get the currency. So you could get the gear to, you know, to upgrade. And then you hit cataclysm and everyone's like, no, no, you don't understand. This is hard. You're going to get hit in the face. It's going to take a while. Mm-hmm. So you went from 15 minute dungeon runs to an, a dungeon that could take an hour to run. And a lot yeah, of people, absolutely. remember that. Yeah. There was a lot of whiplash. Uh, that- that was Gundrak, Gundrak, by the way. Yes. Thank yeah. you so much. <laughs> yeah. No, I loved Gundrak. That was such an awesome run. <laughs> but, um, but yeah. So, Lucy, without the looking for group tool, uh, does it drive population into the major cities where people are are gathering or near the dungeon entrances to look for groups? Do you see a lot more of that? So we are on Mancrick and Mancrick is 85 to 90% horde. Right. So there, there, like it should be, there is, (laughs) there is a very, very large looking for group channel. And when you are in that looking for group channel, you do get a lot of, I mean, like all day long, all night long, because there are not that many servers anymore. And, like I said, huge, huge. And there is a tool, right, um, that you. is custom part. It customizes part of the group finder. But it's, you know. It's not yeah. the automatic uh, matching. It's not the automatic, yes. Right. You have to get there. But it's been, it's it, it really has. Um, and our raid team spans pretty much across the entire country. And Mexico. Mm-hmm. Right. So we're East Coast, West Coast, Mountain Time, a couple of Central Times. So our raid times are Saturday nights at 10 server. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. 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 Is that your time zone? That's rough. Yeah. Uh, yeah. On, on Eastern Time. Yeah. It's a little tough. But um, we have people who are first time raiders. Lars is raiding with us. Um, and this, these are his, his first raids. So it's been really good. Um, 
and a couple of the other guys, I believe um, Zatara is new to raiding in this expansion. So it's been it's been great, and people learning has been just so much fun. Great. And the sorry, just for anyone that missed it, the achievement that you guys are working on with all the holiday events—that's long strange trip, right? Yes. Oh. Oh, for the violet oh. proto drake for the violet the proto drake uh-huh. which grants you the 310 flying yeah right. yeah because you can't buy it yet right right unless you find the time lost proto drake or you get a drake of um from 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 obsidian sanctum right that's a 310 drake yeah yeah i remember that yeah we had mm-hmm. to um thank we, you again for um doing children's week for me because yeah. i was about to slap somebody well i mean and and the thing is it hasn't changed children's week people are still doing children's week trying to get long strange Mm -hmm. trip in retail Mm -hmm. because of that requirement is so tough you know yeah it really is so yeah but no i honestly that achievement was one of the most fun aside yeah aside from that pvp section right there it was Mm -hmm. fun because you could just as each holiday came you're like oh let's knock these achievements out yeah absolutely no that was i enjoy that except for the fact that for the you know for the part that where you had to pvp we're definitely not i'm not a pvp person so i'm not either oh that was my idea of how yeah you had to have the orphan out, and you had to capture a flag. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only thing I liked about it is that one of the orphans looked exactly like my character, so that was cute. Yes, she had the um, blood elf orphan. Yeah, well, yeah, but she looked little exactly like McCall. The white hair, the whole bit. I'm like, it's Minnie McCalla. That I enjoyed. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's been it's so you have to PvP in the, but it's not as strenuous as the one in for children's week in Good. Halloween you have to do Gnerd Rage. So we did I I did Gnerd Rage. I don't PvP. I just stood there and you know kind of cuz I was in winter grasp and it's kind of like, "Who? What's going on here?" Yeah. <laughs> right, oh, right. Cuz it's grasp. been so long. Oh, that was so yes, much winter grasp. Yeah. That was that was also. See, just good memories cuz winter grasp, we'd get the raid team together with several other raid teams and go steamroll yeah, Wintergrass because we wanted to open up the dungeon or the raid so we could go do the optional raid bosses. So, oh, and Tiber says hard knocks is no longer a requirement for retail. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. Here's hoping. Yeah. Absolutely. Seema says, I wonder if they'll take it out for classic as well. Yeah, we, we shall see. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And Coop Runs. Coop Runs doing Winter Grass. <gasps> oh, my goodness. Yeah. That yes. Was, that was a yes. blast. So, yeah. I missed that in the, uh, in the craft fairs. Those were fun. Yeah. So, um, so, Lucy, they've got ICC open right now. Is that the latest raid? Nope, that's the last raid. So right now is Nax, okay, Obsidian Sanctum, and I have uh, Malagos. Malagos, I have right. Eternity. Okay, and so right. then they'll the go next from there. one will be to Ulduar, to and Ulduar. we're expecting Ulduar probably sometime January ish. I would think that's it was six months in retail. That would be about three. Okay. And then they talked about spacing because Ulduar in retail didn't get its own time in the spotlight to breathe. It, it, a lot of people remember it fondly because it was such a good raid. But a lot of people said, well, yeah, you remember it fondly because you weren't in there for so long because we moved out of it over to um, Trial of the Champions. Trial yeah. of the Champions so soon. So I think there's been some talk about spacing the timing out of when they release Trial of Champions after mm-hmm. Alduar gets released. I don't know, but um, I will say that uh, Naxx and, and um, Malagos have been, I won't say easy. There have been a few wipes, but mm-hmm. it hasn't been difficult. I do know that Alduar will challenge us. 
because Alduar has a lot of the mechanics <sighs> and you have to do the mechanics mm-hmm. and you have the 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 um, machines that, you know, the bots that you have to ride and all of that yep. kind of stuff. So it's not easy. Right. I think right. that Alduar will be more of a challenge. But also the thing is, if Alduar becomes easy, you can always do the optional hard modes, which is... I think for for our raid team, one of the things that we really enjoyed was like, okay, I think we're getting enough gear and we understand the mechanics good enough. Let's challenge ourselves and kick this thing over and do the hard mode. <laughs> yes. As, mm-hmm. as Laurel says, huh? push the big red button. Yeah, that was Mimron. Oh, that was a fun. Uh, uh-huh. Um, I remember oh. that one. Uh-huh. Yeah. But my my favorite was uh, breaking the heart on um, the the big robot yes. on XT because he just <laughs> oh no it's broken <gasps> yes I remember that yes they were just Alduar was just I think it was one of their really good raid designs because. It wasn't, okay, we got to raid this on heroic or we got to raid this on normal. No, it was like you raid Ulduar and you decide along the way the difficulty you want to make it. Like, are you going to do mm-hmm. the first boss with all four towers up or are you going to take a let him, you know, are you going to take out the towers? You know, which warlock are you going to launch on top of the tank to, you know, to kill the, the thing? It was just, oh, it was, it was such good raid design i think for the time and for the the raid team we had the only drawback was the 10 or 25 it would be interesting to see if they could get flexible rating down where you oh can... we would die for flexible rating. right we'd make life so much oh gosh, easier yeah yeah but that would be one mechanical change that would be interesting but i understand like because with trial of the champion I think they said they're doing something with the gear so that people don't feel like you have to raid all four difficulties. But I remember normal 10 man, heroic 10 man, normal mm-hmm. 25, heroic 25, just to get gear drops every week. You know, that was, you're running the same raid four times in a week, seeing the same fights. See, you know, it's just over and over again. Yeah. But we don't, uh, again, we don't have enough people to do. Or come close to 25, like I said, we're right. averaging between 13, 14 at the most. Right. So usually we average about 12, which, you know, in the overall scheme of things isn't bad. It means that if somebody can't make it, we can still run. Right. Absolutely. Because, got somebody on the you bench. Know, yep. There's somebody on the bench. There's somebody around. So it's been it's been a lot of fun. We've had a, lot, mm-hmm. a whole lot of fun. That's for sure. Good. Awesome. Good, good, good. All right. Um, and I'm trying to think with the holidays coming up, we covered Kenny's thing. Mm-hmm. I think. Let's see. What is the what is the next holiday event? Is it going to be? Is Brewfest going on now or coming? Up? Not, no, not Brewfest. No, Brewfest was the yes. end of September. That's right. Yeah, because it coincides October Fest. The next one is. Pilgrim, Pilgrim, Pilgrim's Feast, Bounty. That's Pilgrim, what, yeah. The Pilgrim's, Pilgrim's Bounty. Thing, that's that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Pilgrim's thingy. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Pilgrim's thingy. That's the technical term. Yeah. I think that's the one where all the rogues go and hide literally because they they get turned into turkeys or shot. One of the two. I forget what it was, but it always seemed to be the rogues. I don't know, but uh, that's the one where if you have a character that doesn't have cooking, you can have it done in 30 minutes. Yes, exactly. So, all right. Well, is there anything else, Lucy, that you wanted to bring up other than come join you guys and have fun in, in Classic? Come on over. We're all we're all around. Um, AIE LFO exists or just pop your name into the WoW Classic channel. And uh, just ask for an invite, and we'll get you in, and we'll help you level, because, like I said, we're around. Yep. Awesome. And remember, your WoW subscription covers both games. So if you're in retail right now, you're also eligible for Classic. So, all right. 
Or as as we say, if you're in classic, you're also eligible for retail. There, there you, you go. go. Exactly. Two for one. All right. Well, that is our show for tonight. While the chat room begins suggesting show titles, we want to thank Lucy, definitely, for joining us and getting us all excited about classic. Thank, thank you. Thank so you, Lucy. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It's been good. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. And, if you and it's raid time. Yeah, it is. Yes. We'll get you out in just a second. Yeah. Uh, if you have questions or comments for our show, email us at podcast.aiedill.org at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter. Uh, the show is at AIE Podcast. Mew is at The Mew Cow. I am at CyberWaif. And Tet is at Ivory Tiger. We record live with video every other Sunday approximately at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. You can join the chat room and play along with us on our website, aie-guild.org slash podcast dash live dash stream. <laughs> Thank you. Our, our Discord server for chat is um, aie-guild.info slash Discord. For past episodes, you can see them on our YouTube channel. Just look for the AIE podcast on YouTube. Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul or visit his website, andrewallenmusic.com. All right. And just a heads up, we are skipping the next show due to number of real life things. But we will be back December 4th for our last show of the year. Uh, and that ah. is that will be after November 15th. So everything will have launched. We'll yes. be, it will be into Dragonflight, so we can see how people are doing it. Maybe we'll get Gusty on. We'll see. All right. Awesome. But until then, AIE. This is Lucy. This is Tetsemi. This is Makala. And this has been the AIE Podcast. Part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com.